Hello, readers. Welcome to 20 Questions with Your Favorite Author Special Edition. Tonight, we are launching The Collector, the first book in the Emergence series by Kelly Lynn Colby. That's me. And we are lucky enough to have A.F. Hartzell, my developmental editor, and Kaylee Urbaniak, my copy editor proofreader, and Stephanie Saw, my cover artist, all here to give you a little peek behind the curtain. So if we're not your favorite team before, we'll be your favorite team after. Was it beautiful? I win. I, I that was just money. See, I can do this. I can totally do this. I would just like to go <laughs> on record to say you nailed the timing on it. Yes. You finished right as the horns came in. Very well done. See? Yes. I watched, I've life. watched Steven for a few years now. I'm like, I can do this. I can do this. <laughs> so, well, awesome, awesome. So welcome, welcome everyone out there in podcast and YouTube world. Um, I think I'm supposed to read my formal, even though y'all have seen me on many of these now, I'm going to read my formal bio. So don't be too scared. Let's see. I am Kelly Lynn Colby, who's always been curious about the abilities hidden within the human psyche. In her new series, Emergence, she explores the world through the eyes of people with such gifts. Though this novel is a bit different from her first foray in to publishing with Tarbin's True Air, a traditional epic fantasy, Kelly still can't keep magic out of her writing. Kelly writes about the fantastical at her cluttered desk, coffee shops, and parks, mostly in Houston, Texas. You can follow her adventures on Facebook or Twitter at KColbyWrites or subscribe to her blog at KellyLynnColby.com. Look at that. You know, it's not so bad having to hear your bio when you're the one reading it, right? You don't have to just sit there and look pretty. <laughs> That was good. You should you should hire yourself to read your bio. Right? Extra points? I yes. should extra points? Mm -hmm. Yes. Like that. Yeah. But to hire myself to do it, I'm going to have to hire myself out first. So, you know, it's kind of a, you know, evil cycle here. But I'm so proud of this book. Look at that beautiful cover. We get to talk Yay! about it. So excited. It's very different than anything I've ever written. And it was just so much fun. I cannot wait. I cannot wait for the readers to get a hold of it. I want to know what you think. Um, but I did want to tell you a little bit about it. So um, I had this idea really, really long time ago that we're all made out of energy. Everything's energy. Everything's, you know, the things we do are energy. And we have more energy when we have like a really strong emotional reaction to something. So I thought, well, what would happen if that really strong energy was left behind on an object? And what if there were certain people who could actually sense it? And could actually then experience whatever that person was when they were having that emotion. And that was an idea, you know, I had a decade ago. And then finally, there was this book, Cursed Collectibles. Ooh. Ooh. And they needed something that was cursed. And I was like, well, you know, some kind of horrible emotion left on something. I mean, I would consider that a curse. What about y'all? I mean, it I don't came to life in the middle of the night and tried to eat me. That, that, could, that would be <laughs> definitely a cursed object. <laughs> So I'm like, you know, this idea I've been like twirling around in my head. Why don't I try to write the short story? And I did. And it got published. And I was really excited about it. And now that I actually, you know, dipped my toe in, kind of like when you eat that first M&M, you're like, I'm just going to eat five. No, you're going to eat the whole bag. Don't doubt yourself. <laughs> it's going to happen. So that's what happened. I just, I'm like, I have to write this. Yes, I have more to write in Tarbin. And I am doing that. But I was like, I have to write this. And I did. So hopefully y'all will like it. So it is a paranormal suspense slash thriller. And it has, um, there's no werewolves or zombies or vampires. It's not, it's not an urban fantasy. It is just humans and kind of those innate abilities that you think, some of us think we maybe have, right? So she is an empath. And then the next one um, is a healer. So somebody who can actually heal by touching people. So it's really fun. So... Let's introduce some of our awesome people on panel here. Um, Ash, let's start with you. We have A.F. Hartzell. She is when not busy keeping a tiny human alive. Ashley can be found co-hosting her podcast, Horseshoes and Hand Grenades. Hitting the keys on her next writing adventure, uh, rolling around in glitter, or dreaming of sleep. <laughs> I like that. Dreaming of sleep. Not sleeping. Dreaming mm. of sleep. Yeah. To hear more from Ashley, join her on Twitter at Fate Kills. That's P H A T E Kills. Hey, Miss Ash, how are you doing tonight? I am fantastic. I'm laughing at the chat. 
The chat's awesome. We've got an active chat tonight. I love you guys. Yeah, no zombies. I'm sorry, Meg. There's no zombies in this book. I'm, I'm actually like I love zombies, but I'm I'm okay with this being zombie free. This was a this was fantastic. You should be very proud of yourself. <laughs> it was fun, I have to say. So, what is this one was your first developmental edit, right? Yes. So, what was that like? Like, what was the fun part? What did you like about it? <laughs> Reading somebody else's work. <laughs> I felt like all the hard part had been done and I'm like, do, 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 do. this is fun. Yeah, it was because I didn't know what was coming. So you aren't like expecting what the next sentence says. So that was really exciting to actually read a book for enjoyment. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I'm glad you enjoyed it because when I developmental edit, that's not usually the first thing on my list. <laughs> Kaylee might be able to relate. We'll ask her when she gets to <laughs> and, and quite frankly, you'll be able to relate too because you're going to go through because the two dorks um, community, so that's part of Horseshoes and Hand Grenades, that um, we're putting together another anthology, Misspelled. Yeah. And I've gotten a ridiculous amount of submissions. Um, I'm, I'm well over 40 at this point. That's, that's so not, exciting. <laughs> that's like not that, including <laughs> the ones that I automatically rejected, right? So oh, wow. I read them for me. So this is going to be a lot of fun. He's like yeah, an agent, low-key agent. That's right. Very low-key. Is it low-key? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so that'll be fun. So you'll get to read some more of those. So we'll see if you still find joy in this work. Well, yeah. I mean, it's normally keeping the tiny human alive up until they take my stuff and eat them. Because he woke back up when we sat down to eat. And then it's like, okay, I can stare at a wall for an hour. I can go to sleep or, you know, I can work. And normally staring wins. <laughs> yeah, no, I understand. It's hard to concentrate. Hard there's to... there's nothing left to concentrate. No. Really. No. Have children. It'll be fun. <laughs> they grow, I promise. <laughs> Let's see. So what else do we have you? We have... Um, oh, were you afraid to tell Kelly that something sucked? I feel like nothing sucked, though. Like, okay, so if you would have handed me something and it would have been garbage, I would have been like, I love Kelly. I don't know how to do this. I would have panicked. I would have called Steven and be like, I don't know what to do. Like, I don't, <laughs> like, how do I do this? But I feel like the, like, uh, things that I addressed, you were like, yeah, I knew that. You know what I mean? So it wasn't yes, no, yes. What was the question? Concentration, brain cells. <laughs> we did. Did we address that? Yes. About okay. Tell, about about telling me something was wrong. I so was just in a fantasy world where me. you where you would have written something that was real bad. Yes, I would have panicked, but you did not. So you made it easy for me to talk to you about like the one thing that we talked about. <laughs> I'll tell you when you go through and you're like, um, I think this is wrong. I'm like, dang it. I know because I'm hoping <laughs> that only I thought it was wrong and no one else did. So I didn't have to fix it, but no, I had to fix it. <laughs> I feel like you live in my head now. Cause you, cause you've edited so much stuff that I've done when I write it, I can hear you go. No. And I'm like, I'm going to write it anyway. And then you'll send it back. You'll be like, no, I'm like, me, 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 me. <laughs> You're like, oh, I knew she was going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> That's right, Stephen. As Zafo well knows, I'm never wrong. That's right. Yeah, oh, that is Kevin true. Petway, yeah, one of my authors says the same thing. Exactly. I'm never wrong. All right, Kevin, I'm going to I'm gonna write this down for next time you're arguing with me when we're going through edits, just for the record. Just, oh, just accept and move on. She's right. <laughs> Well, that's the trick to editing, right? I'm not always right. So it's 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 a it's a give and take, which by the way, we did really well. So thank you for trusting me with your first developmental edit. Yay. It was fun. I didn't even and, know what it meant until you talked to me about it. <laughs> I know. I'm like, you do this anyways for the short stories. You want to do a whole book? <laughs> like, would you like to do this? But it was so she like presented it in such a professional manner. Cause like Kelly and I, I will text back and forth and we're involved in discord and such. And so she wrote me this like really professional email and I kind of stared at it for a minute. Like, Jacob, these are big words. What is she asking me for? <laughs> <laughs> the, 
there's like punctuation in this. I don't know what to do. <laughs> that whole fake it till you make it thing. I'm like, I can pretend that I have pants on right now. Yes. And then, and then she tells me, and by the way, I'm having a baby. And I'm like, oh, um, when, you know, that time you need me to do the next edit. Oh. <laughs> and she's like, don't worry, he'll just sleep and I'll get it done. I'm like, okay, first mom. <laughs> to myself for nine months <laughs> <laughs> oh it was amusing to all of us let me tell you um and you're a writer too right so you have some short stories published yes what are you working on now uh misspelled yay which is when when is it due the 31st tell me earlier so it's february 28th it's due so there we go out. you've got three weeks yes <laughs> wait oh wait i have two months no why did you say that? I thought I thought I only had a month. I thought I had a month left. Oh no. Okay. No, I have a month left. It's fine. That's right. Because I need you to help read. So you need to be done with yours. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> Does anybody else have issues with dates or is it just me? <laughs> you missed us calculating times earlier today. Oh yeah. No, couldn't have done that. Kelly, so she emailed me last night but the email said it was today because it was after midnight and i'm so That's bad right. with time that she's like oh i'm so excited about the launch tomorrow and i was like oh it's monday i thought it was today i guess i have another day and so i was texting kelly and kelly's like oh dear friend no <laughs> did you notice that when you said she emailed me last night and both kaylee and stephanie raised their hand <laughs> <laughs> So for all of you that think I have it all together, I'm doing the best I can. <laughs> Mind you, I warned them earlier. It was just the final stuff I needed. I emailed them last night. Yes. 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 All right. Let's move on to Kaylee. Oh, and remember, Chad, if you have any questions, put them in there. So just put questions in. If I miss them, Zafo will grab them for me. So please, please ask there, there any of us. So ask any questions. What, Zafo? Ooh, that audio got a little weird. Did for I already miss one? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Uh, where'd it go? I think Dave asked it. Hold on. I'm scrolling back. I'm scrolling back. Um, how many drafts did you do before you sent the collector to dev editing? Three. I, I think that was the, the gist of it. That's a very good question, Dave. I have a pretty strict three draft policy. So the first one is just writing it. I just need to get it out. Like, even if I forget a character's name, I don't usually look it up. I just put, like, in big capitals, you know, that dude. And so I just, so that I can fix it. And then second time around, I go through and I fix all that little stuff. I read it to make sure it makes sense. And then I take notes. Um, and I this one I printed out because it wasn't that big. I don't tend to print out my epic fantasies because I don't want to waste that much paper. Uh. I wish I could, but it's just not. So I don't print those out. But it's easier on the paper to actually print it out. I will print out chapter I'm having a significant issue with. But then I go through and I take all the notes. So I'm reading the whole thing and taking all the notes and seeing all the major changes. And then the third time I go through and clean it up as best I can. So I've made all these changes now. Um, I have all of these things, you know, done nicely. And and I'm happy with it. And I see a couple of things that maybe need to be looked at. But if I fix everything, I'll never get it done. <laughs> so I have a strict three. And then I send it to my dev editor. So. But that's also why having an editor that doubles as a writer is the best client for an editor. Because you already do half the work yourself <laughs> on, your own, <laughs> on your own manuscript. <laughs> I think you're speaking from experience, Kaylee. So <laughs> let me read your bio and then we'll ask you some questions. So Kaylee Urbaniak is the owner and managing editor of WIP Publications. Oh, that's clever. Work in progress. I like that clever name. Her mission is to help writers, no matter where they are in their journey, to take their book idea all the way through to publication. Her services include proofreading, content editing, developmental editing, as well as creative coaching. So welcome, Kaylee. Happy to be here. <laughs> so glad. Yeah, Kaylee and I, we were cohorts in the Western Masters in Publishing program with Kevin G. Anderson, who's going to be on in a couple of weeks. That's going to be fun. Um, <laughs> So we learned all about working uh, with authors in that program. So since you brought it up anyway, so how's that been going? Um, it's been great. Also, someone just said my glasses rock so hard and thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but um, uh, it's been great since we graduated last summer, um, been getting more clients and it was awesome to work with your book because 
if you thought it was easy to edit the book, it was even easier to proofread the book. You know, <laughs> it was like pretty much already done. Yeah. I do tend to be pretty anal about things, but I miss <laughs> things all the time. So that's also a note, right? Even if you think you're really good, like I think I'm really good, you still <laughs> need those eyes and pay a professional. You know, don't just trust, you know, your son, which I might have done at one time. And that maybe <laughs> is not a good idea. Um, yes. Yeah. So always pay a professional. So thank you for taking care of that for me, Kate. You're welcome. But yeah, even I almost found it like more difficult to read your book that was like already so clean than reading a book that's like needs a lot of work because I found myself just enjoying the read. And then I was like, wait, 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 I need to actually look into the lines and see that everything is making sense, you know? <laughs> wait, hold like, on. I got to check the situation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will take that as a compliment. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's see, you did... So you did the proofreading and you said you did developmental editing and you said you were working with someone like to do their memoir. So what did you take that from like beginning until end product? What are you doing with that? Yeah. So she, uh, we actually just started the process. So she gave me her manuscript. It's only about 20,000 words and we're looking to get it to 50,000 words. So, um, I will be doing the developmental, um, process on that. Um, you know, just letting her know where she needs to add more because she isn't sure where to add at this point. So. Yeah. Um, it's a, it's, it's kind of a self-help book too. Um, it's about grief and dealing with the loss of a, um, she lost her husband. So yeah, it's definitely nonfiction, but yeah. Excellent. That's a tough thing to go through when you're like, nope, this part needs to be fixed. She's like, but that's how it happened. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> it's different than if, when it's someone's fiction, you know, it's someone's life. <laughs> right. Have to be more delicate. Yes. <laughs> So I'm glad you're doing that because I think Ash and I would suck at that part. Agree. I, yeah. Hard <laughs> Delicate. agree. Yeah. Delicate's not in our uh, description. Let me tell you. <laughs> um, so now that you've been doing this freelance for a bit, um, what do you think of your chosen career? Do you like it? You want to go back to the real job? I don't. I <laughs> I love I love this. Um, when I graduated college and I was trying to figure out, you know, what to do. And I came across the master's program in publishing. I, I wasn't even sure what that entailed, but I knew that I liked to read books and I liked to edit things and all that stuff. So I was like, why not try to make a career out of it? And that's pretty much what it is. I get to read things and offer my opinion even. And it's it's not even unwanted opinion. It's, it's a wanted opinion about people's writing, writing. <laughs> which is awesome. So it's been great so far. That's awesome. Yeah, Kevin, uh, Kevin Petway is saying that he needs to apologize to his copy editor. No, you don't. You do not because I give it to her clean too. Remember that. So, and she still goes through and finds things. He's got a different copy editor. Obviously you haven't read his stuff yet, but mm -hmm. yeah, she's, she's really good with that, which is another thing too. Like you realize you have to do all of these now, the whole emergence thing. Cause you, <laughs> as a copy editor, you have to know the names and you have to know the places and you have to, and then instead of having to explain to another, you know, copy editor, oh, this is all the things it's a lot easier to use the same one for an entire series yeah yeah so, so i'm glad you're are you good with details like just like in general in life or is it just kind of niche for for reading no i feel like i do have a good like memory for things and like i feel like especially as an editor i feel like i try to that just kind of comes out in my life too i like remember like weird things that aren't the same like wait like I don't know. I just notice when things are different. <laughs> I feel like that's a that's a huge skill that not. Well, I don't have it. I'm like the exact opposite. <laughs> but I I feel like if I could remember details like that, I'd be like, ah, I'm awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I hired you to be the developmental editor because that's a big picture <laughs> thing, right? They're different jobs. <laughs> yeah. One's big picture and one is small details. And it doesn't mean you can't do both. But I have a feeling, oh, Ash, because. Because our brains kind of work the same. I kind of like, as a developmental editor, I read somebody's book the first time. And like, so, and when I get it the second time, I'm not bored out of my mind. Because quite frankly, I forgot half of it. So I get to go through it and read it again. It's like, it's fresh. So. Yeah. so. It's so good to be seen. <laughs> I get you. <laughs> that would not work for copy editing. I've no. forgotten everybody's name and where this started. <laughs> yeah, it's incredible. There's definitely, I don't, did you write up, Kaylee, do you do this? Do you have like a Bible of the series? Did you like take notes or anything? 
Um, not really, no. Like I said, I kind of, like, remember <laughs> the, the characters. Like, I, you know. Yeah, I, I think that's a great thing about the book, too, is the characters didn't really blend together in my head because they were all kind of different. So that's that makes it easier to edit, for sure. Well, that's thanks to Ash. She helped me because the two best friends were, like, identical. She was like, Kelly? <laughs> I'm like, okay, <laughs> they <laughs> so excellent so let's get to miss stephanie stephanie yeah. saw how are you i am good just woke up i slept wrong my neck hurts but oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well we're glad you're here stephanie is awesome so she let me read her bio first before i get off track so stephanie saw um born october 1996 Thanks for showing off. I guess you and Kaylee can get along there. I'm sure it's pretty similar for her. Thanks a lot, you two youngsters. Um, is a digital artist based in Selangor, Malaysia? Selangor. Selangor, Malaysia. Selangor, yes. Her areas of expertise include traditional publishing styled covers, epic photo manipulations, as well as dark themed landscape art. So, um, yeah, you made, just for the record, you two made the whole audience feel old. Yeah, we're just, I'm <laughs> super sad now. No, I yeah. it's because when Kelly asked for my two line bio, I just kind of went to my website and just eated it off the page. So <laughs> I realized I could have made something longer after listening to your bios. I'm like, crap. <laughs> you, the, the bios you guys have some way better. <laughs> hey, lessons. That's okay because your your trick isn't the the words, even though you are a writer. I'm gonna ask you about that too. Your trick, like what we have you on here for, is your artistic talent. So I mean, you're getting a lot more words and beautiful images. So actually, if Stefa will bring up the other image, the cool thing about Stephanie is I've been working with her for all of my covers for years, and this is the first time I actually get to talk to her in person, and it's so cool. So thanks for y'all hanging out. Oh, Just like talk to my cover artist. That's so cool of y'all. Let's see. All right, so let's see. We have, so the collector, so you see that one, right? So that's the paranormal thriller suspense. Um, and then Tarbin's True Air and Tarbin's False Prophet. She did those covers too. You wouldn't so think that good. was the same artist, would you? And look at that. So what that really tells you is how good Stephanie is. So she thinks about what the um, theme is. And she asks, she has an entire um, sheet that asks all these questions. So Stephanie, I love that part about your business. How did you decide like what questions to ask the author? Oh, um, when I first started out, it was more of a, oh, I just need a title. I need the, you know, just the details to your book. And um, actually before working at like a free, freelancer for published authors, I used to work. There used to be a designing forum called the Multimedia Designs Club on Wattpad.com. Mm. I'm not sure if anyone has heard of it, but it's like the world's largest online reading and writing community. Oh, Wattpad. Yeah. yeah, Wattpad, yes. Mm -hmm. So I used to, well, as a kid, I think I started on Wattpad when I was 17. And then I joined the club and I saw that, oh, everyone's like making pretty things. I want to make pretty things too. And at the time, I don't have Photoshop. So I used Pixlr and, oh God, it was like the text lab was bad. So over the years, I mean, over the months and years where I noticed that the designers there, they have a, something we call a form where they have a section with specific ideas and tone and mood. So that's where my current form took its inspiration from. Those forums, threads that, that are still part of me, although the clubs are gone. <laughs> yeah, Wattpad took them down. Oh no. It's gone. That's crushing. It's so sad. It's sad. I made so much friends there. <laughs> yes, but but we pay you for your work. We're better friends. <laughs> exactly, because in, in Wattpad they only pay you with a comment on your story, and mm -hmm. it doesn't exactly pay bills. No, yeah. no. <laughs> not not any recognized exposure. Friends. Right. <laughs> What's that old saying? What's the sailing Kaylee about exposure? Exposure. Oh, yeah. Hmm? artist do you remember the saying i think it's like uh, artists die of exposure you can't, you can't. <laughs> it this really doesn't help like, here's 50 exposures um i hope that pays rent yeah i know yeah. <laughs> my bag of cheetos with the exposure dollars <laughs> that's right and i don't want cheetos <laughs> i love cheetos that's right <laughs> but, the hot uh, ones are the regular ones i like both but I, I like really like the hot ones too oh the hot ones kind of burned that was <laughs> How about you, Kaylee? Are you a Cheetos aficionado? 
I'm not actually. <laughs> and I, I don't know. There's something about them. They're just not my favorite. I like different chips, you know? They're not really food. So it's okay not to like them. <laughs> yeah. Chips preference, you know? Yeah. So of all the things to be guilty of, don't be guilty that you don't like Cheetos. Yeah, don't, don't do that. It's like I'm saying, sorry that I don't like you. <laughs> oh, so funny. Um, let's see. So Stephanie, so that's awesome because that cheat is great. Because here's the thing. I had this complete idea of like how I wanted Tarpon's True Air. Like I had this, I had this all in my head and exactly how I wanted it, blah, blah, blah. Stephanie's like, that's very nice, sweetheart. Now let me make you a cover. <laughs> By the way, I'm a doctor person. But is that, that is like what she's hard said. to work with artists where they have something that they like just stuck in their head that they want, but where you do this all the time, you're like, nah, it's gonna look like rubbish. <laughs> so, um, there's this thing in this industry where artists, we like, you know, cover designers, we are like, writers are writers for a reason. So, <laughs> leave the creative stuff to us. We, I mean, we'll try to put our best out there because we know what the market wants and what certain genres, they have a specific look, they have a specific font. So we know what sells and unless the cover, uh, unless the writer is a cover artist, then there's nothing else we can say. But I'm really happy that Kelly was just like, after Tarbin's True Air, which is the first project we worked together, she's just like, you just do whatever. I know you'll make it pretty. <laughs> <laughs> I fill out the form, right? Because it's not like she's read the book yet. Yeah. So I fill out the form and then I have, cause I do the same thing. It's like, what's the market? So she, and, and Stephanie does ask that, you know, what covers do you like? So I did send like the top ones, the paranormal thriller suspense. And I'm like, there you go, Stephanie, make something pretty. And she did look at that cover. Oh, it was a surprise actually, because Kelly actually sent me a bunch of stock photos. She's like, I want this girl and I only want this girl on the cover, but everything else is, is up to you. Mm-hmm. So I was just looking through it and I'm like, hmm, what can I do here? So I just had this idea in my mind. So like, oh, it's thriller mystery. Okay, cities. Uh, she said Houston. So well, we had to change that in later because we used something that wasn't really Houston-ish. <laughs> so, but what really made this cover like one of my favorites is the color. The soft purple and gold glow, which was like coloring for me was is, is one of the hardest part of making cover. So a lot of times I'm just like, you know, switching like between like at least 50 different color schemes oh, just to find the correct one. And when I, when I switched this one on, like I was mixing all the colors together and like, that works. <laughs> it's like the ding moment in your head, you know, it just goes off. Like when you finally fix that plot twist. Same thing. <laughs> <laughs> that is, that's a really good hole. word for it. Cause it's like kind of soft and ephemeral. I don't have yeah. words to explain That's a word, it. But ephemeral. It, yeah, it's I like it. It's yummy. Can art be yummy? Cheetos are yummy. I was gonna say, once you get your Cheetos fingers on it, maybe. Kaylee, <laughs> <laughs> I interrupted you. Now I need to know what your favorite chip is. Yeah, everyone's asking in the comments. Um <laughs> I <laughs> um I like pretty much just chips and salsa is just my favorite, like chips and queso too. Like I like to just dip things, you know. Ideal. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, as long as it's in a scoop, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. That's perfectly fair. So, someone in the Let's chat see. is asking, was this specifically your idea? Oh, that was Kelly. That was for Kelly. Okay. Yeah, Kevin, that, that was. That one, I found her one day. And by the way, that is not, I only downloaded that image because it was the same model. That is the last image I ever would have sent. Because it's it's that image. If you see the whole picture, it's does. there's nothing nothing um paranormal thriller about that entire image but i'm like i just downloaded every single picture that had that model in it and so good thing i did because i sent him stephanie's like i sent her the one i really liked and stephanie's like um can i have all of them i'm like sure so i sent her all of them and she chose the last one i ever would have sent her oh that's cool so the funny thing is yes the model was my idea but everything else about that is is all stephanie so it's incredible so she she does really good work. So if you're looking for a cover artist, you know who to hook up. Thank you. <laughs> and actually, Stephanie, I need to ask because you're also an author. So what what genre do you write in? I know you're published. It's um it's a very complicated complicated story about my writing. So I used to want to pursue writing fully, and at that time I was like stuck stuck between oh should I do cover art full time or should I write? So I was actually agented back in 2018. I was represented by I will not name the agency, but it was based in New York. But 
and most so, of them. So I, yeah, I went through, you know, Pitch Wars, PitMed, and one of my stories actually went number one trending for PitMed for that year. Oh, wow. I was so surprised. And there was like a bunch of agents and a bunch of others that said, hey, can we, uh, we would like to read the manuscript. Can you send them over? So I, I was, um, I was offered like, like two, like from, from like two agents, but one of them withdrew it for some uh, really dumb reasons, which I'll get into that because there were some debut authors or unpublished authors in the community that were, for some reason, I think they didn't like me, so they launched a full-on campaign of hate towards me on Twitter. Yeah, well, that's and, what Twitter's good at. I know, right? It's a Twitter specialty. Yeah, so, and some of them are actually debut agent authors that just public hate towards me and that caused me to fall into like a really steep depression because I was doing college at that time and I couldn't at all finish my developmental edits for my agent. I was supposed to go on submission that year and we had, I had like um, editors from Macmillan that was really interested in the story, but no, I could not get myself to do it. So I gave up and I just kind of fell into this writing depression hole. And then I just couldn't get it out of my mind. Like, oh, wow, they, all these people hate me. And I just felt like I didn't deserve my success. So at the end of two years, I have not written a single word. I haven't really edited my manuscript. And then my agent left the agency. Oh. And the agency let me go because... She's like, oh, you haven't done really anything with us anyway, so we're going to let you go. Bye. Okay, well, that's not fun. <laughs> no, I worked so hard just to get agented. And now I just realized that thread really is um, painful in a sense, not because the journey is, is hard, but the people make it hard. Because there's like people out there trying to get you or they wouldn't want you to succeed. They make these spread stories about you, mm -hmm. which makes me think indie is way, way friendlier. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it could either be absolutely fantastic or, or just a steaming pile of doggy poo. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's, it's interesting it, stories. But look, you've got a whole community here, Stephanie. Look at all the people you're meeting. We can help you. Thank you. I mean, I've been thinking of self-publishing, and I mean, I know part of the process as a cover designer, but editing-wise, I'm not sure. But I'm currently signed with Wattpad as a Wattpad star, but I only like post like my old stories there because I haven't written anything new. I've been really busy with um, cover projects, which I'm very glad for. Which is why I have her booked already for the third. <laughs> She's like, you belong to me. I'm like, can I book you for next year too? Let's just get this done. <laughs> so. Oh yeah, she's booked me for, I think, was it the third book for Tarbin? Yes. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I need no, to nobody else to is emails. touching that. That's your baby. I trust you. <laughs> I can't wait to work on it. It'll be fun. Um, all right. So now we have very important questions on this podcast. So we're going to ask a couple of these first, and then I'm going to actually read a little bit from the collector. I do have a narrator that I just hired and she's recording it and she's awesome. Fine. So it's uh, Brianna Roberts and I cannot wait until y'all get to hear her. So I wish she was reading it right now, but I just hired her. So we'll, we'll get her on later. But um, so I'm going to read some of this, but first we have very important questions. It's traditional in this podcast. First, I need to know what everyone's favorite flavor of ice cream is. Hmm. <laughs> I know we talked about Cheetos. That was a new question, but yeah. I think it's traditional. I'll tell you, my favorite is chocolate is uh, mint chocolate chip. That's my favorite. I think I like cookies and cream the most. Good choice. Good choice. Do you like Oreos? Yeah. Dipped yeah. Oreos are good. Yeah. I feel like if you like cookies and cream ice cream, most people like Oreos. Oreos are great. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, we already talked. She likes things you dip. Yeah. <laughs> Anything that has dip is a go. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Do you dip your Oreos, though? Because that's like... In milk? That's a schism in the Oreo community. I think it's great. I will actually dip any cookie in milk. <laughs> <laughs> that's so much great. fun. <laughs> so do you part it and dip, or you just dunk the whole thing? depends on what glass you're using you know if it'll oh, fit all the way in I'll use the whole you know whole one <laughs> like at what point does it become cereal you're just like a glass <laughs> of milk in your Oreos 
You should just get the mini Oreos. I miss the double stuffing you guys have in America. We don't have that here. It's probably good. We 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 double stuffed things that don't need to be double stuffed. Like my jeans. Okay. So have more jeans in a year since the lockdown. Yeah. We still have to go to the barn, so jeans happen. Horses demand to still be fed and ridden. I don't know what these. Don't they know we're in a pandemic? Darn you, horses. But so, uh, Stephanie, what's your favorite ice cream? Mint chocolate chip. Me too. See, look at that. Good but, taste. Yeah, yeah uh, it's controversial because a lot of people like like you. If you like cho- mint chocolate chip, you might as well not have ice cream. Like it's a. I think it's a controversial thing on Reddit. I think if I remember correctly, like people just like, oh, you like that? That tastes like crap. And I'm like, no, it's good. It leaves a very cold aftertaste after the ice cream. Right? It's nice. And- Exactly. And I love cookies and cream too. She's like. double dipping. Do you see? We're yeah. back to dipping. All right, Ash, what about you? I I I like vanilla ice cream because you can put stuff on it. Vanilla's good. Good choice. Like, like if I'm gonna get a milkshake, I like vanilla milkshake. Granted, I'm just like, hey, could you put like a quarter cup of chocolate and caramel in there for me? Yeah. <laughs> Well, then so. I could buy it because you're the least vanilla person I've ever met. <laughs> I feel like I'm a fraud. Great. If, <laughs> if Jacob's going to go buy ice cream at the store, I'm just like, hey, can you get the half bake for me with, with, the, with the brownie center and the cookie dough? Because I would like to have some diabetes. <laughs> He's like, nope, you get vanilla from now on. It's recorded. It's official. You can't no take backsies. I keep telling you, I'm like, don't buy me ice cream. You go to the store and then he comes home like, did you get me ice cream? He's like, no, honey. <laughs> you told me not to. No, don't listen to me. It was a moment of weakness. We will like go to... <laughs> Sorry, we'll Sorry. go to Sonic and like just get a little thing of ice cream. And my dad's always, but that's so much more expensive than a whole half gallon. I'm like, yeah, but I'm going to eat whatever comes home. So I'm either going to eat the whole half gallon or I'm yes. just going to eat this little bit of Sonic. This is what it's about here. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> oh, awesome. Chris Dragon Chip, seen them at HEB. What's an HEB? It's our grocery store in, in Texas. Do you say HEB or are there people that say HEB? No, it's H-E-B, unless they're joking. And then they'll say what the What does Heeb. it stand for? Um, it's the dude's name who started it. Uh, That's about Howard E. Butts. I <laughs> do not kid. I just love that Zavo comes on as like this disembodied voice to drop that. <laughs> it has to say butts. Butts. <laughs> That's so funny. See, the native Texan knew the name. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's hilarious. <laughs> Hey, Vicky, who should do stand-up? I think she, I think she thinks you should do stand-up, Ash. Me? No. I don't know. We'll see. Vicky, Vicky will comment in a minute. But, um, <laughs> all right, Kelly. so now we have the very important question out of the way. I'm going to read just a little bit of the book. Oh, hold on, Kelly. Yay! What? Uh, Henry corrected me. Um, it is Herbert Edward Butt. Oh, it's a single butt. Oh, my God, it's like legit butt. You aren't kidding? <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. No. No, that B U T T. Yeah, B U T T. Wait, what? No. That's literally yes, his name. That's why he named it H E B. Right. I thought you were being silly, dude. No. That's <laughs> not okay. silly. That's not Look, one of his things. <laughs> my ancestors were German, and those mofos changed their last name during World War II. Like, like okay. they were like, you know, we're just gonna right. switch that because you mm. keep butt. Well, Apparently. if it's German, then it would be boot, right? So it'd be completely different. Le boute. <laughs> what was that? Was that like a French German? It's like I Belgium. Don't, I don't know. <laughs> yes, my name is Howard E. Butt, and I own a grocery store. <laughs> no, you changed that. There is paperwork to do that. Uh, oh, he has more money we'll ever see. They did just have yeah, to. Hey, we love that store. They do a lot for the community and everything. So I, I really like them. Let's this see. podcast right. not uh, not sponsored by HEB. Oh, HEB. But it can be. It's an option. Please email me at okay. Um, <laughs> I'm never allowed on the show again because I made fun of them, but Yes, you are. You're always allowed on the show. <laughs> yes, and Vicky was talking about you. You should be a stand-up comedian. 
<laughs> Spend another 10 minutes. <laughs> She's a sit-down comedian every Thursday. You just have to come join her on uh, Horseshoes and Hand Grenades. Let's see. All right. So we're going to read real quick, if I can get into the mood, The Collector. So we have The Collector, Chapter 4. Um, what do I say? Oh, I should probably say that she is an empath, as we talked about. Her name is Fauna. And she is an empath, and she has discovered she's probably not the only one. So she finds an artist who um, put all of these impressions together. Like I said earlier, you touch something, you remember it. Well, he has a whole bunch of them put together into one statue. So she's going over to his condo to um, meet him. So what do I say? I hovered in front of the elevator for 10 minutes and stared at the red door at the other end of the hallway. My heart raced as if I'd just finished a marathon. Nope, I can't do this. I pressed the elevator button. What was I thinking driving out here to bang on the door of a complete stranger and demand answers for questions I didn't know how to ask? The elevator doors slid open and I took one step. My muscles tensed, refusing to move any further. If Albert really was cursed and he could so effortlessly coexist with the remnants that tortured me, maybe he could teach me the trick, show me how to control this curse. If I walked away now, I could be alone forever, stuck in this not life. The only real connections to humanity I had were Gina and Amelia. What would happen if they married and had families and left me behind? I never dared dream of a husband and children and PTA meetings and strolls on the beach. But maybe I could have that with Albert's help. Maybe he could teach me how to be normal. I had to take the chance. In one determined movement, I pivoted on my heels, marched down the hall, and knocked on number 413. On its own, the door hung open. Sorry. On its own, the door swung open before I had a chance to drop my fist. Doubt flooded my mind as the smell of rotten food wafted from the darkness. My forearm blocked my nose. Over the foul odor flowed more emotional remnants. I hadn't considered the possibility there would be other pieces at this place. I should have finished that bottle of wine before I headed over here. A little numbing would be a welcome gift. My gloves hugged my hands and I steeled my resolve. A metal rack stacked tightly with eclectic pieces practically vibrated with impressions. I marveled at the cultivated collection. Albert, or his partner, must have combed the state to amass these objects embedded with memories. I had come across only a few in my entire lifetime. Was he putting together statues and placing them all over the city? Like a kind of calling card for cursed people to track him down? How many of us could there possibly be? What was I getting myself into? Albert! My voice echoed against the dark walls, like these shelves were the only furniture in the place. I should probably leave, but you summoned me. Albert, er... My mother's hymn in my mind turned to her voice, admonishing me for my lack of manners. Mr. Johnson, are you here? A dim light beckoned me further into the apartment. That smelled... That smell turned my stomach. He couldn't be here. No one would leave food to rot that long without tossing it. What was next? I guess I could leave him a note. It felt strange to leave my details after breaking into a stranger's home, but I wasn't sure what else to do. Around the shelves, I was careful not to touch. A small Victorian stained glass lamp offered a bit of light. On its table sat a notepad and a pencil roughly carved like with a penknife instead of a formal school sharpener. Something was really wrong, but I couldn't figure out what it was. The impressions beating my brain made it difficult to think clearly. My hands shook as I reached for the writing utensil. I'm leaving you a note, Mr. Johnson. If you're here, I'll... Damn it. The pencil slipped from my hands and rolled toward the kitchen. It stopped abruptly in a drop of liquid. When I retrieved it, all I could think was how gross this apartment was. As I turned the pencil in my hand, the thick fluid was almost gel-like. The pale lamplight reflected off a deep red, almost purple pigment. What is this? Curry, maybe? Or rancid ketchup? My heart beat faster as something deep down, something under the haze of the wine, told me it wasn't a condiment. Before I had time to question my actions, I used the light from my phone to follow the trail around the faux wall between the kitchen and living area. All other emotions, mine and those of the impressions, vanished in an instant, and all I felt was shock. The light rippled as tremors shook my hands. Sprawled in the middle of the black and white classic tiles lay the mutilated corpse of Albert Johnson. Dun, 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 dun. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Ash! 
a good idea to follow a blood trail. Just run. No. <laughs> Just run. Run, girl. Not a good idea. But that makes a very boring and short story. That was really well read, and I got sucked into it. <laughs> Same. I, I'm never an audiobook person, but now that makes me rethink the idea of audiobooks. If you get the right narrator. Yeah. So. Exactly. Yes, Kevin Petway is in first person. Interesting, right? But it was an empath. So, I mean, that's a good question, right? Like, it's how do you choose what to write in? I'm sure all of you have to, as writers, and Kaylee also is editing other people, trying to decide what to write it in. And this one, because she's an empath, I couldn't imagine getting close enough to the character without doing it in first person. I like the the way you portray her thoughts. Like, it was muddy because she was, like, drunk, drunk. <laughs> like, uh, is this blood? Nah, it ain't blood condiment. <laughs> oh, I love that part. <laughs> it's like condiment. Well, I'm just, it's like okay. It looks it looks tasty. <laughs> Not tasty. Edible. Edible. Yes, because the smell. Yes, was la, 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 la. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So this is the fun that is this book, and I know you all want copies now. So it's Sign great. Copy. Yeah. Sign copy. Yes, oh, we'll oh. get that. Kelly. I think this yeah. will look fantastic in a hardback. Do you ever plan to launch a hardback version of The Collector? Well, what we're going to do is any series that is successful, that it does mm -hmm. well, then we're going to go ahead and do a hardback version. So I will have to call you back because I don't know how to do those covers. That's all you. Uh, uh, flaps. Case. You make it sound simple. Well, thing where I do just like I did with this cover. I'm like, Stephanie, I want hardback. What do I do? <laughs> <laughs> now you just you just email me. <laughs> that's what I'll I get the work done. <laughs> no problem. So yeah, the, so that's the plan because we don't want to invest in it in, unless we think that since we're not we're not traditional publishing, right? This is a completely different model. So most of our sales are actually eBooks. Um, and then so if we have a very popular series where like collectors might want a hardback, then we'll put them out. Where traditional publishing, they do everything hardback first because that's what they need to sell first. So that's what they want people to buy first. That's how they want to do it. Does that make sense? Yeah, so, hardbacks are nice. They're shiny and they're heavy. Yeah. Right. right. Nice to drop on your face while you're reading in the middle of the night. Oh, yeah, when you do that and then it just... <laughs> it's also a very handy weapon. <laughs> Can you imagine breaking into someone's house and being beaten to death by the collector? <laughs> <laughs> like... Die, you little piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And so for all those listening, you can see I just read The Mutilated Corpse that this is definitely an adult book. Um, so I, I think teenagers could read it, but I was reading Stephen King pretty young, so I might not be the best judge. So judge yourself. I don't know. What do y'all think? Do you think teenagers? Because I know Kaylee and Ash read it. <laughs> uh, no, I think I think teenagers could read it. You know, depends on... I mean, I feel like the shows on Netflix are probably yeah. Yeah. worse, potentially. So they they if they play video games at all, <laughs> they could read your book. Yeah. They've seen worse. Like <laughs> Cyberpunk is you know, beat someone to death with a katana. Cyberpunk. Right? Oh god. <laughs> I've been trying Mortal Kombat. Yeah. We've all played Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. Yeah, that stuff is way... The gore is just... I'm just I just stare at the screen and go, nope. <laughs> I'm playing this. Like, nope. I'm enough. Thank you. I don't need that. Oh, they have questions book two. Yes, book two is fully outlined and I will be writing it, but the plan is still once a year because I'm still writing Tarbin. So book two will come out next February. Though if you want an early peek, you can always join my early reader group. So I'll give you information for that too. So you can always do that so we can get it in. But Ash has no choice. She gets to read it really early. Yay. And rough. And not pretty. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> I've been dying. I've been absolutely dying. There have just been so many innuendos that I'm like, nope, 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 nope. But I, I just, I had to. I had to at least once. Now, it's going to happen. <laughs> All right. So we have, if there's any final questions from the chat, please put them in. Um, but for now, as we're waiting for your final questions, what I would like to know is where people can find you. So Ash, since we started with you, if you want to please say... Where can people find you in your services or your work? My turn. Um, <laughs> Thursday nights, I am here on Twitch on Two Dorks TV with uh, Stephen H&H. &H. She's in the chat right now. And we do a uh, on crazy news show 
where we talk about some news and mostly just odd and crazy ramblings. Um, I am on Twitter, P-H-A-T-E-K-I-L-L-S, Fake Kills. Um, and then I've deleted all my other social media because... Dumpster fire? Yeah. Yeah. That's what social media is for. Yeah. <laughs> you can curate Twitter, you can curate your Discord, and you can curate your Twitch channel. Everything else? Nah. Yeah. <laughs> Instagram? I deleted it. I said bye ya. <laughs> Too much. Yeah. I'm like this. I is did the cool. same with Twitter. Yeah. It's 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 how much time you have and how much time you're willing to spend on less social medias versus you know, eating or sleeping. <laughs> just just for the record, Z- Zafo just put on uh, horseshoes and hand grenades, has so many tangents, it makes a complete circle. <laughs> Steven, we're yep. stealing that. That's our new shirt. <laughs> <laughs> it needs to be your tagline for that shirt. That's so, that is beautiful. Beautiful. All right, Kaylee, where can everyone find you and your amazing services? So you can find me at WIP Publications on Facebook and Instagram, or you can just go directly to the website, WIPPublications.com. Um, and by the way, WIP stands for Writing in Progress. So, <laughs> oh, not work in, progress, Wait, huh? work in progress. Yeah. <laughs> writing in progress. I like that. That's very clever. All right, Stephanie, where can people find you? Oh, you can find me at my website, seventhstar, S E V E N T H, and then starart.com. Or you can visit my Wattpad where I share my stories at um, wattpad.com slash seventhstar. Or Excellent. my deviant art, which is stephanie-saw.deviantart.com. And Stephanie's with an F for all of you out there in podcast land. Um, but yeah, so no, it's incredible. So, and she's got a pre-made stuff too. So you have lots of options, but don't do it. Have her make you one. Trust me. Um, so I think that's it. Are there any more questions? No, nope. I think we're good. Well, y'all were amazing. Thank you so much for coming on. So everyone, please visit these amazing artists and these wonderful professionals. And um, please, please get your copy of The Collector and leave a review for all of you that already have it. That would be greatly, greatly appreciated. It's the best thing you can do for any of your authors. Please leave a review wherever. It could be Goodreads, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, wherever it is you get your books. We'll greatly appreciate it. And then also please leave a review for this podcast so that we can keep making them and have all these amazing, wonderful, entertaining people on for you so thank you very much and we'll see you next week where we have mark stallings on